0: Everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Art Things Considered, where we consider art. My name is Matthew Slaza.
1: I'm Isabella Pico.
0: And
2: I'm Nico Williams.
0: And unfortunately, our fourth member, Miss Sabrina Braga, is sick this week, so she won't be with us. And Keep her, well soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Sad face. Everybody send some prayers that way. Her voice is interesting sounding at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and she would love to be with us, but unfortunately, she can't, so she'll be with us in spirit, uh, which leaves us... To a normal episode minus the TV topic of the week segment. Everybody, go ahead and cry. Get out your cries out. Yeah. No, we're not gonna have that wonderful, <laughs> wonderful TV news update. Just like means uh, next make week our it'll be studio
2: audience for the oh.
0: <laughs> recording next live.
1: We'll just be even better because of it.
0: Yeah, she'll just have a, like a ridiculously awesome segment yeah. next week. But uh, yeah, so since we don't have that, uh, it'll be a little bit shorter. Be prepared. Plan your life accordingly to the length of this podcast. <laughs> But starting off for this week, we have the Broadway beat. Isabella, beat me up.
1: Thanks, Matt. Um, Okay, so not a lot of stuff, just a couple short things to talk about. Um, Number one, um, Todrick Hall on November 1st joined the cast of Kinky Boots. This I was so excited when I heard this. Um, He is a really famous YouTuber and singer-songwriter. A couple of you probably recognize the name. Uh, if you, he had this video about, oh man, I think it was in high school, give or take now, and it's called Beauty, Beauty and the Beat. And if anyone, some of you probably recognize it, because I can tell you it was definitely before Nicki Minaj's Beauty and the Beat dropped. So this is why I always remember the name, because it was this hilarious take of Belle from the opening scene of Beauty and the Beast but it was like totally ghetto like it's like this Mm -hmm. little white girl and she's like walking through this ghetto neighborhood and it's so funny and um he's in it a bunch of times he does a lot of drag queen stuff in it and um it's a great 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 um video i just showed my friend kelsey today at work i was like i was working on the outline and everything i was like you don't know who todrick hall is you need to watch this video and she was like all right bella that 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 was pretty great so i was like i know right but um he's done a couple other really cool youtube stuff um there's this one video he has on there called cinderance and it's uh this take on cinderella but it's all to beyonce songs and they do a bunch of lip singing for a bunch of them except he sings a couple of times in it so he's great um and then there was another one he did called straight out of Oz and I haven't gotten to see this one yet but there is a full soundtrack for it actually and I saw I skimmed another article on Playbill that said uh straight out of Oz turned into a musical like question mark with Mm. Todrick Hall so I'm gonna check in on that again I didn't have enough room for it this week but Um,
0: But you'll keep us updated.
1: Mm -hmm. This is not Todrick's uh, first time on Broadway. Real quick, he was also in Memphis, and he was in the original production of The Color Purple. So it's pretty cool. So he's uh, dipping his toes into something that, if you see his videos, is a little more up his alley with the uh, drag queen um, stuff and whatnot. So Kinky Boots is quite the show for him. I think it's like made perfectly for him. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um I'll have to check that out. I actually like I've heard of him and I'm sure I've seen one of those, but I haven't really seen Yeah, he's sort of got stuff.
1: he's got some other funny videos on there. He, um a cool one is he does a Target flash mob to one of the Beyonce songs. Um, that's an old one. He's he's just got these really funny videos on there and a lot of like um, mashups, uh, does a lot of Disney stuff. Does a lot of Disney stuff.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of Disney stuff on YouTube, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, that was it. Uh, I'm super excited to see him on Broadway. So uh, next topic, um, this was a really cool video that came out from ESPN Sports Science. And it's part of this three video segment that Disney and ESPN are producing um called Sport Science Lion King Edition. And this one was the stamina. So basically what this looked at was how Lion King dancers match top athletes in, you know, different sports. And no surprise. I mean, you look at any dancer on Broadway and they are, you know, fit to perfection practically i mean and you think about the lion king dancers um they carry around these animals with them the whole show so of course they're basically you know at, there's no of course they're athletes they probably be <laughs> athlete you know level um fitness
0: yeah, depending on the dancer they could be exponentially more athletic than a, a sports athlete more so like even in ju- just in stamina you know you got to imagine doing that so often and in that show it's crazy some of the stuff they do like they have to have so many different skills it's insane that they can do that every night yeah
1: yeah no um this one line that i saw was uh that the broadway dancers have an aerobic capacity on par with world's top soccer players so i mean no doubt about it i can totally see it but um yeah so that's the first part of the three part series the other parts are going to be the biomechanics and the puppetry and brainwaves yeah so that actually it says three part series but the remaining videos is biomechanics puppetry yeah brainwaves will really and it's going to be coming out in the next coming weeks i'll actually have to post the um little one minute tease that playbill has on their website (laughs) i'll have to post that on our page
0: yeah for sure Get yeah. everyone excited for the next two parts. Yeah, good
1: stuff. Oh, well, speaking of getting excited, um, get pumped, guys. I'm sure many of you have seen already. A little bit off Broadway, but it still relates to Broadway. Live action, Beauty and the Beast photos draw. Oh yeah. Did no, you I've seen see some them? Time. Oh my god, they were crazy awesome. So nine of them came out. Um the big ones I'm gonna talk about though, uh, I mean I just I can't even describe how excited I am for this movie just from seeing these photos now. So the big one that I think everyone was super excited for was seeing Emma and the Beast dancing. Oh uh, yeah. So I I'm really excited because Emma's dresses and how she looks is all very bell-like and like the way they've got her all set up in the libraries and her dancing, I'm just, oh my gosh, this is gonna be great, guys. So I'm also really pumped for Luke Evans as Gaston. Did you see his wardrobe?
0: Yeah, no, what's what's impressing me so far is that they really, yet again, managed to take an animated movie and get those tropes, you know, really match the look and make it feel like you're not losing the animated magic but that it's still real like it adds a different layer of reality to the story. it's
1: gonna it's really cool that's a note I made that because they're taking you know you can't make it look exactly like the animated version if you did Bell's dress would be massive and it would be way too poofy but it's nice because they're taking these live adaptations and they're keeping to the core of the story but, but yeah, you know but not
0: being afraid to have artistic license and make it yeah
1: different. and they're tweaking it because they're like okay you know we gotta do you gotta shape it a little for the people you know what I'm saying yeah but um Luke Evans I think his outfits are looking fantastic Josh Gad looks fantastic as Lafou. Um, no one else was casted better than him. I think, um, he's practically perfect. Um, well, I mean,
0: Josh Gad is practically perfect. So of course he'd be amazing in this movie. Fun
1: fact. You guys know he was on the UF campus, um, give or take two weeks ago. What? Yeah. He was just roaming around, um, Plaza of the Americas. Yeah. Plaza of the Americas right outside Lab West. Totally random. Uh, I'll have to look it up and that I'll... makes
0: me so sad. I know, and that you missed him. Me too. I
1: was so annoyed. I would
0: have given him a big hug. That would have been amazing. Right?
1: Um, Ugh. He was just... uh From the article, I'm trying to remember what he... I believe he was just walking around just talking to some college students. I think he was... I think he was proing uh Hillary a little bit. So, uh, not to get a little political with it. You would
0: think he would have, like... Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I missed his post or something. Yeah. But you would have think he would have, like, shared that or something. Yeah. I mean, he could have had a lot of people... Come to UF if he were, you know, to announce it. hmm mm-hmm. I hope he comes back. Yeah, that would be cool.
1: But the last little tidbit I wanted to say about the movie is that the only thing I am not 100% set on yet, the beast in the photos. I'm yeah. not sure if I like the way they have him looking. So, we'll see, we'll see. I think once we get more of a trailer with him talking and moving- mm-hmm he will look a little more lifelike. My problem right now is comparing him with Emma in the photos, I feel like he looks a little computerized. Yeah, you know? and, and a you know, little it's bit an CGI. issue with stills,
0: too, is mm-hmm. like if you take a still of like a moving CGI character, it tends to look a little funky. Exactly. Whereas when they're moving, it usually looks better. But also, they're not done working on the film, so he may not be a finished version of the Beast, even. That's true. You know, it's just they need to release these by a certain time. Yeah.
1: Good point. I mean, I'm
0: excited. I mean, even if just to see those people in that movie, it'll be worth the price of admission, even if it's not my favorite Disney adaptation, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Did you see Jungle book
0: i did we saw yeah. jungle book oh my together gosh.
1: yeah 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 i, my... I was like to... i knew for sure i won with erica but i couldn't remember if we had all gone
2: wow I <laughs> <You> just completely <laughs> forgot
0: a whole I know. person
1: i know well i forgot two, two whole people three. armando was there too oh, no really? i because it was
0: my girlfriend oh too. my oh,
1: god yeah. oh, <laughs> man you're terrible it's a rough tuesday it is a rough <laughs> tuesday nico,
0: only t- tuning into this section <laughs> yeah. To make fun of Isabella.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly thanks nico <laughs> but um
0: that's what i'm here for
1: yeah exactly uh last one I wanted to cover, uh really quick, really short, uh Hugh Jackman, Leah Michelle, and Zach Efron actually went and visited the waitress um play the other day. So got a bunch of photos of Sarah Bareilles, Jesse Mueller, and the rest of the cast. Uh really cool. It, not a lot of info about it. Uh the only thing I did get was that Hugh Jackman is going to be uh in an upcoming film called The Greatest Showman with uh Keila Settle, C- C- who is Going to be in the production of Waitress coming up. I think oh. she, she said, so yeah, she was starting November fifth. Yeah, so she's already in there, got the ball rolling. So that's kind of cool. So that's probably why they went and visited. Don't know why Zach and Leah um joined along. Maybe they just ran into Hugh on the street. You know, James Corden, <laughs> taxi driver style. You're like, hey guys, pop in. Let's go visit the waitress set. You um, know.
0: I think, if I remember correctly, uh, Jesse Mueller and Liam michelle are friends okay you're probably right not on that positive one positive on it all right but of course zach efron and Leah michelle are friends mm-hmm. and like so they're all friends with you and i think it all just kind of connects all connects the dots that way like they all had friends so why not go as a the big celebrity of the team
1: of the friend yeah
0: <laughs> everyone who's awesome knows each other that's how that works right that
1: basically basically <laughs> yeah. uh well i mean that was it for broadway beat for national stuff
0: i gotta tell you guys i'm feeling pretty beat up Ooh. So I think we're going to have to move on to local that was theater. Oh, that
1: was pretty
0: punny. <laughs> I like that every time I do something smooth, you guys point it out so it's less smooth. Yeah. Oh, You're man, welcome. that was a great transition, Matt.
1: What else are we here for? <laughs>
0: Very true. Uh, so local theater this week, I got to tell you, this may be the first time we've ever done the podcast that there's literally not a single show playing. Crazy. Uh, this weekend, everything that was, had been playing was blocked for either mid to late October and early November, so that now this weekend, there's literally nothing playing. Uh, in the next week or two, there'll be a couple shows. I think next week or the week after, we're going to have some shows from The Hip. JCP is going to have their Christmas show opening around Thanksgiving. Everyone's going to be getting in on the holidays, but right now, there's nothing. Like, literally nothing. There's absolutely nothing for you to see this weekend. I'm sorry if you like theater, but you're going to have to go to New York
1: mm-hmm. somewhere else. Sorry. Or Chicago, go see Hamilton.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Go um, see Hamilton in Chicago, even though I'm pretty sure that one sold out too, so oh good gosh. luck. sold out for months, but
1: uh, <laughs> I, I did go see Spring Awakening though, so I'll tell you real quick. Uh, it was a fantastic show. They did a really good job. I was telling Matt earlier, we have talked about it on here, I don't know how many times, went to go see it with a friend, completely blanked on what the show was about. So walked in with my friend, we were like, oh, let like a quick quick overview for what the show is about, guys. <laughs> and for being a show about a bunch of 14-year-old, basically freshmen in high schools experiencing sexuality for the first time, they did a fantastic job. It was It was very impressive. And yeah. I really enjoyed the music. Uh, everyone sang beautifully. They did a wonderful job. How was the
0: acting? Was it good?
1: It was. It was. They did a really good job. Um, The leads were fantastic. The parents, the people who played the parents and the teachers and whatnot, the dude who was it, he's that guy who has that really deep voice and he's always in all the plays um, for usually for UF
0: oh you know what i'm talking okay. about because yeah, he's, so. he's got the
1: beard um yeah he was in it i love him i just love his voice i think he's great <laughs> so it if hands down fantastic show uh you have definitely definitely blew this one out of the water it, it was a good That's show awesome. it was a good show i was very yeah. impressed
0: I, I really wanted to go see it and i was gonna go see it with a friend i think i even mentioned that on the mm-hmm. podcast and uh he ended up seeing a production of it in orlando <laughs> like i guess one of his friends was in one uh well one of my friends too um, was in one in Orlando, so he went to go see that one. So then he didn't want to go see one here. I don't. Mind. And I was so sad because I was like, "Well, I'm not going to miss out on time with him." Yeah. But I waited to go see it with him, so now I can't see it at all. It was really I feel sad. Cheated. I felt a little cheated just because I liked that show and yeah. I really wanted to go see it. So that makes me kind of sad. But
1: didn't realize it was a musical, and I, that was my first. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just went.
0: You just blocked out I, all of ATC. It, someone
1: explained to me how I'm on this podcast, and I just completely forgot what this show was about. Yeah, that's fine. That, That's what happened. That's what happened. But uh, that was my. I th- yeah, I'm 100% sure that was the first musical I've ever seen for UF.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, and I was impressed. I was very impressed. So. I'm glad you liked it, though. Yeah, I enjoyed UF, it. UF does a good job. Definitely wasn't... I was not expecting to leave with the reaction that I had, which was that I enjoyed it. I thought I was going to sit there and be, oh, no. Oh, here we go. The <laughs> seventh, ninth grade horror story. No, so. nah, it's, it's a crazy
0: show. It is. It's uh, And I'm glad they did a good job, because it's a tricky show to do. It gets
1: wild, man. It gets wild at some <laughs> points. So... Yeah, I, yeah, great job.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed uh, UF Theater. Snaps for UF. And uh, yeah, next week on Local Theater, don't worry, it won't be so quiet, uh, we'll have an interview with the Florida Players. Uh, they'll a, a group of people from the Florida Players production, of 4.48 Psychosis, Ooh. are going to be here. Um, it's a very odd show, so I'm interested to kind of find out a little bit about it from them and what their production is going to be, because based on the research I've done, it's pretty open interpretation in terms of the script as to how you want to do it. So that'll be very interesting. Tune in for that. There are official local theater partner, so it's always okay. good to have them in the studio.
1: Hey, you you alive over there, Nico?
0: Nico's alive. Cause <laughs> ne- ne-
1: Nico's like, all right, guys, let's let's talk about my section. I mean, <laughs>
0: I gotta tell you, Nico, I'm gonna have to slap you awake, 'cause it's time for some video games and movie madness.
1: Mm-hmm. And. Lots of this, information.
2: This segment of the show is brought to you by a big hug for Josh Gad. <laughs> as mentioned previously by Matthew.
0: <laughs> this week is brought to you by Matt's wishing that would have happened.
2: Yeah, right. So this week in comic news, we have <laughs> Electra being announced as a... Uh, addition to the defenders i gotta so tell you
1: exciting i didn't know that
2: <laughs>
0: you haven't you still haven't finished daredevil i know but she
1: looks so badass in all the photos and all the clips <sighs> that it's totally fine i'm so excited already
0: oh you really I, have to i, I gotta it. say I like you've seen it right daredevil yeah oh season that's two. a great show you've mm-hmm. seen the you've, season two you're yes. caught up right so how is uh, okay i, no, I don't, don't say don't anything. don't you dare <laughs> i'm just a little confused that's all i'll say I'm a little confused by certain news I'm seeing.
2: You know, oh, what I'm I saying, I'm man. But okay. I,
0: but I think, I think if anything, that means that the rumor is accurate in regards to uh, certain abilities she has, if you will. Okay. okay. If you know what I'm saying. No, I'm not
1: going to ask who. I'm not going to ask who. <laughs> don't, don't answer who.
0: Further expanding
2: on that news. Nico um, leaves... and I are just looking at each other like, we know
0: what that means. <laughs> you guys are, and if are you're caught up,
1: on the same level with If you're caught up right on now. Daredevil,
0: you, you know, know exactly what, what I'm talking about. Hey, I don't know hey,
2: what that means. You're inside, but you're outside, but you're inside. <laughs>
1: but basically. <laughs> but if you're
0: Isabella, you're outside and you need to come inside. So watch Daredevil now. I know, I know. <sighs> but uh,
2: expanding on that, that leaves out only the Punisher. In the Netflix Marvel Universe.
0: See, but he's getting his own show. So, I'm assuming oh, he'll, he'll probably be in the Defenders, but he's not a hero. So, like, it makes sense they haven't announced him yet. If he's going to be in the Defenders, it won't be as a hero. He's an anti hero. I just love John Bernthal. <laughs> he, he nails that role. Oh, my God. And no one expected him to either. Like, it seems like every person who, like, truly nails something in the superhero world always gets, like, beat up before they get it. Yeah. People are always like, you're picking him?
1: Well, he, he, um,. I remember when he first got picked and like it was first, he was first filming and stuff. He said this story where one of his friends was like, dude, if you mess this up, I will <laughs> never forgive you. <laughs> and it's like, he was probably like, oh damn. So it, uh, it
0: helps that like all the other previous Punisher adaptations have been awful. Have you There know, like, even been any? Yeah. There have been multiple.
2: i us say there are like
0: two, three movies. At the say Daredevils? they're at least, yeah. No, for Punisher.
2: Or Punisher. Yeah, Punisher for his movies? character, yeah. They were like, two There was Punisher the
0: one in movies. Tampa back in the day, they filmed it in Tampa, yeah, I want to say 2004. Really?
2: Yeah, that was the original one, and then there was Warzone Ooh. a few years ago.
0: So, there's yeah, there's three because there's the original, original one that was awful, then there was the remake in 2004, I want to say, yeah, and then after that, there was Warzone, which was weird. <laughs> I don't even think I watched Warzone. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't watch it, I saw the trailer and went, Nah, nah. i was like, I'll pass. A hard um, pass on that one. Yeah, a hard oh yeah. pass.
2: Shout out to Johnny B. That's my guy too.
0: Johnny B. Johnny B. Is is that John Bernthal? Yeah, that's that's my guy. I like that. That's <laughs> I've Johnny never B. heard Johnny B. for John Bernthal. I appreciate that nickname though. I hope he mm-hmm. uses
2: it. That's my guy.
0: You're hey, Jonah B. <laughs>
2: um, Play that P.
0: Knock <laughs> the down, Matt. Matt, calm down. Blue. Calm down. I'm sorry. I'm really excited. I know. Uh, moving Sorry, on. folks, he gets really into it. <laughs> well, the Defenders is going to be awesome. And like know, the fact that Electra's in it is even cooler. And like they're really building it up. And Sigourney Weaver. I mean, considering like every Marvel series, in my opinion, has just gotten progressively better. If the listeners could have seen that
2: awkward handshake that she just did with <laughs> both was, of her arms it at it the same time. It was a cheer.
1: Arms it in was the air, air but for she, Sigourney. <laughs>
0: she looked like that person that goes to cheerleading tryouts. And yeah, <laughs> Doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My girl Sigourney.
0: Where they I'm like so just excited. move the like back of their head and half of their arm. And they're <laughs> like, that's not how you cheer. Mm-mm. That's what she looked like. Mm-hmm. To give you a better idea of the visual. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on from Defenders News. Such even though we people. would love to keep talking. About
2: <laughs> it. Um, Michael Keaton... Has been confirmed to play Vulture <gasps> in yes. this Spider Man homecoming film.
1: So much news you're bringing to us today, Nico. I'm very impressed.
2: See, like. Wow, you make it sound like I don't do my job. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, like, because usually I, I, you, I didn't mean it like that. Listeners, I did no, not no, mean no, it no, like no, that. No, 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 no. no because I'm usually. Going <laughs> I'm going
0: solo. I'm going solo.
1: Because usually I like, I'll see this information a day or two before you. Beautifully better, present it to the you podcast. You better watch
0: out, Isabella. He had a show this weekend. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I know. He could make the big time. Oh, no. I, I, I'm i back. I came back for the news, man. <laughs> I came back for you. You guys listening, man. You make the difference. All right. All right. Michael Keaton. yeah. Ba- Michael
2: Keaton. Great actor. Great actor. Batman i'm Batman years ago.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm scared because I'm like, I don't know. I mean, he was fine. But like the movies weren't good. So I'm just worried that like-
2: <laughs> The movies overall wasn't good. <laughs>
0: He <laughs> was true. fine, but the he, movies He was. Yeah, the were movies terrible. weren't good. He just- Wh- Which movies are you
1: guys talking about? He uh, was
0: uh, Batman. He was Batman. And oh, was like my 90? boy
1: Michael. Let me tell you.
0: They're like 96. Oh, man. I will, Sounds about right. I will always- It was always... pre-George Clooney? You uh, want to say? Yes. Yeah. Was, they were the ones before, George, yeah, before Batman say, and Robin. Yeah, which George
2: Clooney was Batman and Robin.
1: Oh,
0: Batman and Robin was awful. I, I don't know if you saw
1: that. I really enjoy watching those movies when they're on TV just to sit and laugh and just say, at one point- People really thought they were making a really good Batman movie I don't here. know if they did. You know? that was
2: um, Keaton. He was in the one with uh, Nicholson. Yeah. Nicholson was the
0: Joker in that one?
1: Yeah. Uh, ooh, I think I you're think right. So. Yeah. Which one right. was
0: Robin Williams in?
1: Was Robin ooh. Williams in one of them? I thought he was Penguin. Was he almost no, Penguin? No, I don't think he's no, in Robin any
2: Williams. of them. No, who's the Penguin? The Penguin that I remember, I think it was uh, DeVito. Danny DeVito. Ah, uh, you're
0: mm-hmm. right. You know what? We should um, all watch those movies again because they're just bad enough to be good.
1: Who who was the ice guy? I'm. Um, there we go. I'm about to say the name. Ice guy. His name is on the tip of my tongue. I know exactly who he is. Yep, Schwarzenegger. Isn't that it, was
0: isn't it. that like Sub Zero? Isn't that the name of that character? Uh, Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze. There really? We go, Mr. Freeze. Is there is there also a Sub Zero? I feel like there's, there's a someone. Sub-Zero Sub-Zero. That sounds somewhat. That sounds
1: somewhat right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting your transitioning <laughs> to video games?
0: <gaming. laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess I just haven't seen those movies in a really long time. Which makes sense. I mean, I saw one when I was like a kid.
1: I mean, what do you? Are you to watch the Michael Keaton Batman or had, the Christian Bale Batman? They had
2: the really juiced up Bane, which is really awkward and weird to yeah. watch. Oh, that was the, bad. The thing it was is, like, like, really veiny and weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was green for some reason. I yeah, it was... yeah, it's weird. I guess just for colors. So but uh, bad. answering so Isabella's bad. question, uh, I I gotta be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of Bale himself as Batman. I'm a fan of Bale as Bruce Wayne but i think he kind of falls in the in like the last movie as batman he's a little shaky in the first one. In Dark Knight he's pretty good but i really think mostly that's just the movie is phenomenal. Um but i, mean, I think i cuz i like bat uh, i can, like, I liked, uh, you like Ben Affleck. Yeah. I can,
2: I can see where you're at with that as yeah. far as yeah i, get where I like you're going from. i did like i was a little questionable about uh, Ben Affleck and how he was going to play batman but I feel like him as Batman was, was really good, but yeah. I don't necessarily know how I feel about his Bruce Wayne yet.
0: I think the biggest issue with that is his Bruce Wayne was written so poorly.
2: Yeah, poor. <laughs> like guy. he
0: played it fine, but like the bat he's a different Bruce Wayne than we're used to. He's like, you know, really so angsty angry and old and yeah, angsty yes. teen midlife crisis. Yeah, really? Teen midlife. You know midlife, what I mean? teen. Yeah, midlife teen. Yeah, midlife teen. That's definitely a thing. That's Look the it new, up. That's the new hashtag guys. Mm-hmm. Midlife um, teens. But yeah, honestly, cause I don't know. I, I don't know which I'd rather watch because
2: I mean, Bale's Bruce Wayne was really strong, though. I definitely... His a, Bruce a Wayne was good.
0: It's just his Batman that fell a little bit for me. Oh, yeah. Not that it was awful. It was but just, like, a little shaky. Yeah, Batfleck was really... He was really dark and gritty. I liked that. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I think that as much BS as Batman versus Superman got, I think if they handle it correctly, they can make that work in their favor. Because, like, a lot of people give them crap for the way Batman was.
1: Um, But if d- they
0: rebound it correctly... As if like he was like that for a reason, and they play off of that, and they show how Batman really should be, because that's the storyline, how it's supposed to be. Right. That could really work.
1: Um, so I guess we'll see. Are we gonna mention the Wonder Woman trailer?
0: Oh yeah, oh, that, uh, it um,
1: got
2: the 1970s theme.
1: Uh, did it?
2: Yeah, they they re they recut it and put the 1970s <laughs> theme on
1: there. Okay, I didn't know that. I know I saw like there was one scene that was comparing. Um, This one scene, I think, from one of the Superman movies and then Wonder Woman, how when she threw her arm out in front of Chris when someone tried to shoot him. And that matched something that um, Clark did for Lois, I think. So Mm -hmm. I appreciated that. But that that trailer was boss.
0: But I mean, it's not unexpected. If anything, Wonder Woman's been the strongest character they've introduced in any of them. Everyone loved Wonder Woman and Batman Mm -hmm. versus Superman. And she was like the least important character. My
1: girl Diana, she's coming. She yeah. is coming. I'm so excited.
2: I just realized we transitioned from Spider-Man. We didn't even talk about him. Oh,
1: what the heck? Oh my God, backtrack, backtrack, <laughs> backtrack. All right. We just left Spider-Man. <laughs> oh back to God, Marvel.
2: We swinging Tom. in and then we were like, stop, go back, go back home. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, no, but everybody gets one. Exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah. Uh, Do you have so other news for us for spider uh, Transitioning Spider-Man? back to Spider-Man. His movie is scheduled to release July 7th
0: 2017 the spider-man really? homecoming yes i didn't realize it was that soon gonna
1: be a summer blockbuster that's gonna be fun um, also, i haven't
0: seen like any stilts from set or anything
1: they are um I tom seen anything either if you guys follow tom on instagram i do uh he has been <laughs> posting <laughs> a lot name, of photos first name basis basically that's my guy he's that's he, your guy. he's he's our age he's only 19 or 20 so well,
0: you've got your Tom, he's got his Tom. Exactly. Tommy being Tom. hmm But um Yeah, no, Johnny he's uh uh-huh.
1: if they have they have posted some photos from the set. Not legit photos, but you know, mm-hmm. fan photos that people have caught of him, you know, hanging off uh, balconies in new york city apartments that's and cool. there was one scene with him running down with uh a pair of like cupcake pajama pants and a really big uh, i visited new york t-shirt i'm not i think i'm assuming that was part of the movie that's crazy. so something crazy something really funny like that so good stuff good stuff
2: good i'm so. excited um some dr strange news i haven't seen the movie yet please don't give any spoilers yeah matt he does
1: oh
0: gosh everybody dies
2: at the end was, that was gonna
0: be my next spoiler <laughs> i mean even if he did die if i said that i'd be kidding like it, i'm never gonna give you an actual spoiler although i do have to tell you we we do see the hulk obviously no i don't know yeah. <laughs> in every movie ever watch uh, the, the christian bale shows up as batman in the middle of the film In every
2: what, movie ever, what? the hero dies at the end every movie ever <laughs> quote Quil- 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 silver of came film. back
0: guys Anyway, yeah, but what's your Doctor Strange news?
2: Um, originally, they were trying to get Nightmare to be the main villain. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, the issue with that was the idea of the dream dimension and how to how to how to get that over as another dimension.
0: It'd be a lot. I think that'll be like a Doctor Strange two yeah. type. <laughs> we have to get over the fact that there are other dimensions and weird yeah, breaks I feel like- and stuff first. Yeah, yeah, it was a baby steps. A, a kids, very, baby steps.
2: <laughs> from from what I'm reading, the the movie is supposed to be very expositional, as far as like introducing the world to Matt, the, the, you, the yeah. The can multi-dimensions.
0: you confirm that? I can say that. Yeah, I, I, like to me, in terms of like how much they reveal, they kind of they definitely have a very good origin for Doctor Strange. It feels it feels a lot like Iron Man, honestly. But really? it's like yeah, but like more. Crazy, because you know there's like different dimensions and like be- bending of stuff, and it's crazy. Bending of but, stuff, but like the actual story of bent. the character is a lot Avatar like how Iron Man.
2: I <laughs> Everybody, your wire hangers in your closet are now bent.
0: It <laughs> has a, happened. Sorry, As Matt. Sorry, saying, Matt. We suck. We suck. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot like Iron Man, because you know it's like this guy, you know, he has to deal with pain or something or some sort of loss, and <laughs> he has to build and, and, and then he figures it out and. Oh my gosh, Changes don't give away the whole movie. That's like the most basic plot analysis ever.
1: And that was basically in the trailer too. So. <laughs> that too. <But laughs> Spoilers anyway, yeah. if you haven't seen the trailer. So, Oh, wow. Well. Um. Then
0: get on, get on our level mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the, the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving
2: on to video game news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which was the biggest release this past week. Sucked. Uh gets a 7.7 from IGN because obviously (laughs) it's not too I Um, mean, but no, from what they were saying, it's not as good as Black Ops 3. I mean, and I guess if you don't get this game, you're not really missing too much. Um,
0: I mean, are you ever missing anything when you get to miss the new Call of Duty? I mean, it's like, I mean, you can buy it around Christmas when it's on sale for $40. That's what I'm saying. Like, just wait. Mm -hmm. If you really want to play online, it's worth it. But like, otherwise, just wait. I mean,
2: they were saying the multiplayer needs technical work. Uh, the campaign is ignorable. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Basically. Um, but there's a lot of content, but mainly you're not really missing anything.
0: That's kind of sad. We, that's just confirming what most people think anyway, though. so
2: I mean, but um, this year had a lot of good shooters. So, I mean, <laughs> Battlefield 1 seems pretty solid. I haven't played it yet. but
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. I think, like, I'm supposed to visit Orlando at some point, and I think I'm going to visit Armando and and play some games. Hey,
1: Armando, shout out. Missy bud.
0: Yeah, same. I was supposed to go in October, but I ended up not going to Orlando. Because I had, well, because one, because my friend who was going to, I was going to visit in Orlando ended up coming here, but two, because I just haven't had a free weekend in a while, but hopefully in the beginning of, like, December or something, I should be able to go. Good stuff. And then I can finally play that game. (laughs) Worst comes to worst, I'll rent it from, like, Redbox for a night and check it out. Yeah. (laughs) $1, Yeah, $1 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like two, did you see they raised oh, no, the price? It's like 299 for like It's two, like for, yeah, it's like, two for something <laughs> per night. It what? used to be the same as DVDs. What the heck? Yeah, man? the DVDs are $1
2: folks. So <laughs> the You don't the have to pay for Netflix. Nico's PSA. <laughs> you do not have to pay for Netflix. Well, you can save the $7.
0: dollars
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> What what is Netflix $10 now? Um, I, I don't know. But I can tell you that their subscribers went up even though the prices went up. That's crazy. I mean, it's a good service. We'll talk another day about yeah. that. That's too analytic It's
1: Netflix, analytic-y. man. analytic
0: Yeah. Because that's An-
2: definitely a word.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, the ending A-plastic. of this section is brought to you by the word analytically.
0: <laughs> uh, analytically. Thank you for that. <laughs> analytic-y. The science of being too analytic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm
0: um, the nerve, the, mean, the science of looking in the red box. The nerve, I like box. that. The nerve of being too analytic. <laughs> the nerve. Uh, anything mm. else in uh, video games?
2: Um, that's actually all I have. Um, I guess I should send a shout out to my brothers in Five Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Um, <laughs> special shout out to Ink. my deuce and my tail. You know who you are. Yeah, you know. Um, and all my brothers in the frat.
0: I love um, that you said incorporated, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very incorporated. Yeah. Exciting. a company.
1: Nico just got initiated into his frat this weekend. Quite, yeah, quite exciting. O- outside live news, guys. Just no,
0: it's live it news very right there. exciting. Yep. This is live news because- <laughs> What are you doing? as I it, like meant I'm to a, say
1: life and it came out live. We're kind of a big deal, <laughs> you
2: know? We're kind of a big deal. But no, seriously. Shout out to all my brothers. Uh, it's it's a great, great life to live.
1: Cool stuff. Wow. that was a re- That was a really good way to end your section. Can I go back and redo mine and end it properly? No,
0: we're just gonna we're gonna leave his being the best segment of the uh of the entire episode. Man. And, again.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> and we'll move into my He already probably has a smooth
1: voice.
0: Whiny Isabella. I know. Uh, we'll we'll move into my probably subpar movie section. There were some movies this weekend.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow, really? <laughs> Really? This weekend? Are I don't you... J- I don't know just how to tell, I gotta
0: tell you, after that amazing performance from Nico, I'm just... Yeah. Like I said, subpar. I yeah. don't know what I'm gonna be able to do.
1: Huh. Huh. I, I feel bad for you, Matt, that you had to go after that. At least <laughs> I had to go before. That's true. They,
0: they got that. your crappiness <laughs> before The Amazingness, and now my... <gasps>
1: that is so rude! We all know I'm
0: kidding. We all know I'm kidding. Anyway, yeah, no, there were, there were definitely some movies this week. Uh, particularly one we already talked about, Mr. Doctor Strange... <laughs> that opened to 85 million dollars pretty big opening for that particularly considering particularly considering uh how it opened overseas already and made a decent chunk of change so no worries about that movie it's going to be a big hit for marvel yet again so if you haven't seen it well one go patronize it give it some more money always good but two you know I'm not going to say whether I liked it or not. I saw it this weekend. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I'm just saying it's definitely worth watching either way, particularly because of the effect it has on the Marvel Universe itself. In the number two spot was Trolls. Anybody go see Trolls this weekend?
1: Me? No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was actually excited. I thought you did. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that came out this weekend. Not for us. I think that's a movie not for this group of people. I I'm going to pass on that.
1: <laughs> when I just saw this this trailer on TV for it, and I was like, The world's number, the world, now the world's number one best cartoon or something like that. And it was just like, you haven't even gotten out in theaters yet. Don't start bragging. You don't know. You don't know what you're going to do, you know? (laughs) So.
0: I mean, I heard it was, I heard it was pretty good, but I don't know. It's
1: got Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. I'm sure it's fantastic. The
0: cast. And I'm like, I'm sure the music's great because JT helped with a lot of the music. Yeah. Um, And I want to see it. Mostly because of that and because of the voice actors, but I'm not going to go see it in theaters. Like yeah, no. You're not getting my money on that one.
1: Nah,
0: nah. uh Hacksaw Ridge opened to $15.2 million. Boo, a Medea Halloween, I <laughs> swear to you, made another $7.7 7 million.
1: Yes! I don't
0: even understand. This movie's at $65 million domestically. It was a $20 million budget. Like, Tyler Perry made money again. I don't understand. Uh, inferno dropped 60 percent to a measly 6.2 million in its second weekend that movie's not getting anywhere near making its money back for sony the accountant made another 5.8 million it's slowly making like a like a long gross you know like it's not dropping very fast so even though it didn't open huge it's making its money back slowly jack reacher never go back dropped another 43 percent to 5.4 million dollars this weekend that movie is slowly reaching towards its budget, but it's probably not going to make its money back. Ouija: Origin of Evil opened to three point eight, or uh, <laughs> made another three point eight million this weekend. The Girl on the Train made another two point seven million, and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children made another two point one million for uh, Fox. So surprisingly, a lot of movies didn't drop much from last week. A lot of the bombs dropped a lot because you know they always do. Um, like, you know, Inferno and, uh, the, uh, Miss Peregrine dropped a lot cause that yeah. didn't make too much at the beginning. No surprise. But, uh, <laughs> the other ones like the girl on the train has kind of been hanging around with like very low week to week drops, Same with the accountant. And it'll be interesting to see how Dr. Strange drops next week. How, <laughs> see the, it holds. how
1: have the reviews for the, um, accountant been? I don't remember what... The
0: Accountant, I think... I don't remember what it was because it was a couple weeks ago. I want to yeah. say it was like 80 or something or like seven. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Particularly with audiences. I think critics didn't like it. I think it was like a low critics yeah, score.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you said. I
0: think it was like 40s or something. Okay. But like the audiences was like 70. All right. Not bad then. Remember not correctly. bad. I mean, feel free to go and Rotten Tomato, Tomatoes. Uh, it's been a while since I checked it out. But as far as movies that open this weekend, uh, Doctor Strange is at a 90 with critics solid and in the 91 with audiences. So, that's pretty good. A lot of people good. like it. That's pretty good. Definitely faring well with uh with those people.
1: Marvel has once again <laughs> done it, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah. Uh Trolls 73% with critics, 76% with audiences. So, you know, not bad for an animated troll movie. Could be worse. Mm. A lot of them praised the music. So, you know, that's something. Yeah. If you're looking for something to watch and you like music, Uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil, uh, 82%, critics 66%. Hacksaw Ridge, 86% with critics, 96% with audiences. So that one's faring pretty well. Not bad. Uh, Opening this weekend, we have Arrival, which is a sci-fi flick starring Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams and Forrest Whitaker. It's about aliens touching down in spaceships in 12 locations across the world. It's got a lot of buzz. It's like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now with critics which is crazy for a sci-fi flick. But uh it looks really good. I'm kind of excited to see it. I'm kind of done on alien movies, but there, with this there cast, has been a lot-ish recently. I mean, yeah. It's it's just hot right now. But yeah. like to be honest, with this cast, I'm I would be down anyway, you know, cuz that's just it's got to be amazing mm-hmm. acting. Uh but it if critics are giving it a decent review and it's a sci-fi movie with aliens, I mean, it's got to be pretty decent, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. Doesn't mean it's good, but yeah. I'm gonna. I'll probably watch it. They'll probably get my money on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Uh, this movie, it's about 19-year-old Private Billy Lynn, uh, played by Joe Alwyn, uh, along with his fellow soldiers in Bravo Squad, becomes a hero after a harrowing Iraqi Iraq battle, and is brought home temporarily for a victory tour. Uh, they played a commercial for this during the Super Bowl this year, which is like ironic because it's his halftime super bowl walk that it's based on uh it hasn't gotten great reviews from critics or audiences which is interesting it's uh it's a really good story in real life but i think a lot of it might have to do with like poor casting on certain parts and it was overly ambitious in terms of the frame rate in which he shot it i think he shot in 120 mm. which is insane and so a lot of the other versions you know have to be framed Converted down, yeah. You know, and so it'll be interesting. I mean, I'll probably see it just because it's a very powerful movie, and if it's done right, I'd, I'd I think I'd enjoy it. But I'll probably wait on that one. Uh, Almost Christmas, you know, we're gonna have a bunch of Christmas movies coming out. It's Christmas. Here we go. Uh, this one stars Danny Glover, Kimberly Elise, and Omar Apps in a movie about a dysfunctional family who gathers together for the first Thanksgiving since their mother's death. Um, it sounds sad, and I'm sure that like there are emotional moments, but the trailer seems to make like, a lot of comedy. So, I think it'll be more funny, you know, even though it might be a little bit touching. So, we'll see. I'm always down for, like, a good Christmas movie. Uh, c- just because there's something special about the holidays, you know. But there are just always so many bad ones, too. It's hard to...
1: Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> always all these, like, cheesy, funny Christmas movies. It's yeah. So, oh, it's around this time of year. where the, it's, it's exactly like this one. You oh, family gets together. Christmas, holidays, madness, you know, <laughs> sadness. Yeah, basically. So,
0: I loved uh, Krampus last year. That was that was dope.
1: Oh no, no, thank you.
0: I had friends who told me that was terrible. Really? I li- I liked that I movie a lot. I still haven't seen
2: it.
1: I don't want to see I it. Would, I would.
0: <laughs> I would say it's worth watching, particularly with a group of friends to make fun of it. There are parts that are like hilariously like laughable. I mean, the first time I fun. was
2: introduced to Krampus was American Dad.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, that's Well, I mean, you may not be able to top American Dad because American Dad's hilarious. That Krampus
2: should have put out one of those infomercial albums like <laughs> Krampus sings Soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd buy it. That was great. Yeah. Buy it in a heartbeat. Uh, anyway, the last sh- uh, movie opening this weekend is called Shut In. It's a thriller about a widowed child psychologist in rural England who gets caught in a winter storm and must save a young child. Uh, it stars Naomi Watts, uh, Charlie Heaton, and uh, Jacob Tremblay getting really good reviews so possibly good i love me a good thriller so you know i'll probably wait and see how that does and decide if i want to go check it out it's definitely a lot of movie options none of them are like huge movies uh billy lynn's long time halftime walk is like a pretty big movie and Arrivals a pretty big sci-fi flick but neither of them are you know huge for their particular studios so we'll see how that works out but well, that's going to wrap up my movie segment i wonder i wonder what's next guys i wonder you
2: Okay, folks. It's about <laughs> that time of the show again. Na, na,
1: na, na. Na, 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 you know what time it is. Na, 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 na. This is the point.
2: But we take a journey. Na,
1: na, na, na.
2: And we na, na, enter na, na, na. the mind na, na,
0: na. of
2: Matthew Slaza. Na,
0: na, na. This is Matt's Talk. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I have to like I have to record that to have that for future reference. You just
2: need to
1: make like a huge CD with all of them on there.
0: Yeah, right. And it'll be Nico's mixtape. <laughs> mixtape. You can just like sell it on intros. the street and stuff like I got some skills, guys. Listen just to all this. intros. For sure though. Give me some voice work, man. <laughs> you can be a voice actor. Uh just from my segment intros. But yeah, my my thoughts. I got some thoughts for you guys. One, giving you an update, I haven't talked about The Office in a while, I told you guys I was watching it. Uh, I'm currently halfway through season six, and I'm officially, like, for a while, for a couple seasons now, officially really in love with this show. Uh, It's phenomenal. Pam and Jim have only become more lovely and deep and dear to my heart. Oh, right, uh, following their relationship has been a pleasure. That's huge highlight of the show. A big reason to keep watching.
1: But really, um,
0: and you know, you were right about Creed and and Andy. He gets better. They both get mm-hmm. really funny. Like Creed really annoyed me the first couple of seasons, and now he's just like hilarious to yeah. me.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and Andy, like he's an annoying character, oh, but he Andy just grows on you. Sucked
1: in the beginning. He, w- I wanted him to leave. I wanted to leave because so he's much. really
0: annoying. But he's like almost all the characters in the office. Like, and that's the thing to me is like. That show shouldn't work because it's a lot of unlikable people in a lot of ways. But then they get you to like like them. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I love them all. Pam,
1: Pam and Jim are definitely the only ones who work in that office who you would want to have as real life friends. The rest of them, you're like, I would love Kevin. (laughs) Kevin. Oh, my God. Kevin.
0: (laughs) Kevin and how he talks like this.
1: Like, oh, my God. Have you has Holly come yet to the show?
0: Oh yeah, I'm on season six. Holly okay. came and left.
1: With that episode with Holly, when they told her that he was retarded, that was horrible. Oh my god, that was but so, it was so funny when oh she god. finds out he's
0: not. Like three episodes. Yeah, later.
1: and she's like, uh. oh, I can drive wow Kevin that's I'm great proud I drive too <laughs> um <laughs> oh.
0: yeah it's it's giving me a lot of laughs particularly like Creed and Andy and a lot of the bit characters have really just gotten so much better mm-hmm. um the, I think really do think the acting just and the acting's gotten better but like was the acting was fine at the beginning I think they've just grown but the writing I think really does get better in like seasons four through six yeah like, if you compare those up.
1: seasons to season one you're like got nothing on season five. Four and six, exactly like you
0: said. Like four and five are amazing and I'm halfway through six and it's really good. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, and I appreciate that like the writers give a crap about real life stuff because like the industry, the paper industry was like collapsing at the time. Oh, yeah. And so I appreciate that they actually built that into the show. It like adds like a sense of realness. Oh, definitely. To the show and it makes obviously makes and it really And how they dynamic. were all
1: afraid they were going to lose their jobs and all this other yeah. stuff. Whole.
0: It's just really cool. Oh, man. Those episodes um, were and then like one one last thing. Uh Ellie Kemper as Erin is awesome. She's the person who plays Kimmy Schmidt, <gasps> Kimmy Schmidt. Oh my
1: gosh, yes, I love her in The Office. She's yeah. so great. She's
0: really good. Like mm-hmm. I I don't love Kimmy Schmidt like particularly the second season I think was kind of regally out there and weird. Um but she's really good on the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, her character is so cute and so funny. Poor, poor Aaron. Aaron, Michael, have you seen, like, Michael just does not, I think Michael likes Aaron, but he does not like Aaron as his secretary. I think Michael wants Pam (laughs) back as his secretary. He just hasn't said anything to anyone.
0: I think so, but I think towards where I'm at, they're kind of making peace. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because Aaron is so much more of, like, a true secretary than Pam was. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why Michael doesn't like like Aaron because she's a yes- person oh yeah she kind of he kind of misses pam yeah uh but i'm kind of interested to see what happens with her character particularly with andy i haven't found out too much Mm. yet don't spoil anything um but i just i'm interested to see how that happens and of course i will update you uh, as soon as i have more news probably either next week or the week after I'm probably gonna finish the show in the next couple of weeks I'm kind of excited and sad
1: wow you're gonna be ahead of me then I'm only on season seven right now
0: oh you haven't seen the whole show yet no I haven't finished
1: my sister and I have been watching it together so when I go home Aww. we'll watch it but That's really sweet yeah it's nice because it's so funny my dad loves watching it with us too he that scene um when they go to the uh, to the restaurant like one of the Chinese Hibachi places like where they cook in front of you the Japanese mm-hmm. and when Dwight is across the table and he's telling them how to kill the duck and how you need to like that the are oh, open so oh my dad started laughing so hard he fell to the ground it was hilarious <laughs> it was hilarious but um, awesome. yeah no good stuff good stuff it's yeah, a great sure. show it's a great show
0: so I'll, I'll be sure to let you guys know uh as i watch more of the office uh next thing i watched odd thomas this weekend i don't know if you guys have seen odd Tom- have either of you guys seen Odd Thomas? no the movie? what is that no. it's a it's i've a... scrolled
2: past it numerous times
0: <laughs> <laughs> watch it i i was surprised like netflix I, yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. I was gonna get to it, but um, like to that fact. But yeah, it's Jeez, it's on I Netflix. His stuff out. God. <laughs> I watched it because uh, I had, like I said, I had my friend up this weekend. Uh, his name's Aaron. Shout out Aaron. But um, I was watching it with Aaron and Sam, my girlfriend, and they both like it a lot. Like so, they had me watch it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll see. Um, it's really, really good, and it makes me sad because apparently, like, it was panned by critics and it bombed in the box office. But I think they just kind of missed the sweetness and, like, fun of the of the movie in a lot of ways. Because um, it, it's got really good acting. I will admit, like, the writing is okay. It's not great. But, like, the story is good. And, you know, you definitely pay attention to the story the entire time. They never lost me. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd give it, like, a B plus. So, I'm kind of sad that it <laughs> it bombed so bad. Uh, but I really loved it. Like, the, the movie itself is, like, a B+, but I loved the story. And I loved the acting. Uh, and it's just really sad because Anton Yelkin was in it and, you know, he he died in that tragic uh, car accident. I want to say it was a year ago or so. So it's really sad because we'll never, Aww. that made me, like, miss him more. One, because he's an amazing actor uh. and he, he was a really nice guy, so it's sad. But two, because, like, now I have another movie I love of his and it's just mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, that uh, was
1: really sad when he died. Oh,
0: it really was. It was heartbreaking because mm-hmm. he's such a nice guy, too. It's not even, like... He's it he was a like rich jerk or something. Yeah, no. You know, not to say that those people deserve to die, but it's like okay, yeah, that no. sucks. Mm-hmm. But at least I have one thing that I can be like, it, well, it, it
1: just sucks more when the nice people die. You does. know, <laughs> as bad as
0: that sounds. Yeah, we um,
2: here at ATC do not advocate for anybody dying. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. murder either. Don't no. murder people. Cool, um, cool motive, it's still the murder law, people. <laughs> it's the law.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the yeah, the movies. It's a sci-fi movie. Uh, And it's about the character, Odd Thomas, played by Anton Yelkin, um, who can see dead people and can track people who are going to die. But it's not like it's like really cool, but it's not trippy. Like it seems realistic, which is really hard to do, in my opinion. So I thought it was really cool how real they made it feel. Um, And it's a dramedy with like a lot of horror, but there's some serious feels in it. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. Like I said, it's on Netflix. So there's really no excuse. That includes you too. You should definitely check it out. If you do watch it, let me know what you think. Noted. And Next
2: time I scroll past it, I'll, I'll go you'll back. You'll click on it? You'll go, go back. You'll put it on your list read at the least. summary? I'll, I'll go back. I'll, I'll scroll like three past it, and then go back three. Stop. Read the description. Maybe watch
0: it. Maybe get to it later. <laughs> let me, I'll let see me know, it eventually. man. Let me know about it, because if you watch it, I think you'll like it. If you don't like it, let me know, too, because I want to know. Um, and last thing before I get to the Erica thought, uh, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert did one last attempt to slam Trump today. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was on last night's, uh, well, Monday night for you guys. Monday night's uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert. I want to say that's that's the name of it, right? I think you're right. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't remember what it is. But uh, it's Stephen Colbert's Late Night Show. And uh, it was him and John Stewart. And they did this amazing song. It was really funny. Uh, and it's definitely worth checking out. Even though the election will be over when you hear this, hopefully it'll be funnier then. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hopefully um, it'll be fine. <laughs> hopefully. Come man. on, America. That's... Come on, America. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find well, out. Well, you know what? If you're hearing this on Friday, then America survived. So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll be just fine either way. Um, and then my Erica thought Taylor Swift through Lord a 20th birthday party. I wish I were at this. I'm not even a huge T Swift fan, but this seems like it would have been really fun.
1: Uh, it was. I follow Taylor on Insta, and I follow a couple of the other celebrities who were there. I mean, I wish I could have gone to that party. I wish that was my party.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, like, Lord said it was the best birthday party she's ever had. Ugh. And uh, Mae Whitman, Aziz Ansari, Lena Dunham, Jack Antonoff, and, like, a bunch of other celebrities were all there. And it was like, I would love to party with, like, Aziz Ansari, Mae Whitman, and Lena Dunham.
2: Shout out to my guy,
0: A-Double. A-Double?
1: A-Double.
0: And he's... Who's... Oh, get it! Sorry, I got it. You have some really cool nicknames, man. I like it. Uh, Yeah, Lord said that Tay said she's a mom without kids, like Taylor Swift thinks she's a mom with mom without kids, which she seems like kind of like a mom. so That makes sense. With cats. Yeah, right. Oh, show. (laughs) And uh, Lord responded, "I'm your kid, and you love me so hard I could burst." Very sweet. Uh, A little bit like ugh, you know, but (laughs) still sweet. And uh, lastly, you know, a little bit of news here. Lord hinted about her new album that writing pure heroin. Was my way of ins- her last album, by the way. Uh, that's the name. Yeah. Of enshrining our teenage, was uh, her way of enshrining their teenage glory, putting it up in lights forever so that part of me never dies. And she said, This record is about what comes next. So
2: cool.
0: Interesting. I-, I liked the first Lord record. I'll definitely say that. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens next.
1: Yeah. She's cool. I really like her.
0: I like Lord. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, Taylor Swift will make some new music too. We'll see. But that's going to wrap up Matt's thoughts along with a little bit of an Erica thought there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to wrap up Art Things Considered this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my name is Matthew Slaza.
1: I'm um, Isabella Pico.
0: And I'm Nico Williams. And you guys heard us consider some serious art. See you next week.